Welcome everyone to the podcast Let's Talk ICP. Today in our episode number 16, we have uh, with us the founder of one of the coolest projects on the internet computer. Uh, if you like music, you cannot miss this episode. Uh, we really wanted to talk about uh, this project, Canister, uh, a decentralized application built on internet computer that combines culture and technology to empower the artist and the community, monetizing their content, removing the monopolized companies. Uh, here is with us today, the founder of Canister, Mr. Barry Hype. Thank you, Barry, for uh, your time today. Thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure. Great. Yeah, first of all, Barry, as always, uh, I'm normally introduced uh, the, the, the founders. Uh, I'm curious to know more, more about you about your story in the music, uh, previously uh, found uh, uh, Canister. Uh, what is your background, experience uh, before all the crazy things start? Sure, definitely. Um, so I'm Barry Paisley. They call me Barry Hype in, in the industry quite a lot. But, you know, okay, um, yeah. <laughs> I started off as a an artist myself. You know, music is in my blood from my family. My father was a songwriter and an artist back in the 70s and the 80s. Um, so I naturally picked up, you know, the, the music route in that sense. As I started as an artist, just, you know, in the local area, emceeing, rapping, rhyming, you know, all the good yeah. stuff. Um, I got quite popular within my local area in South London. Um, then I went on to extend that into songwriting with others and you know producing for myself and for others and then I went to open a studio my first studio recording studio in 2005 then I went on to open four more studios um, across South London in that sense I then went back to university I studied at SAE London um, and I done a and um, a degree in audio production so therefore I learned the terminologies and I learned the science behind what I had learned naturally. You know, I was self-taught before that point. So it, you know, it created that blend for me of understanding what I had naturally learned to the scientific side and the terminology of things. I then went on to manage a music venue for six years where I done promoted events, celebrity parties, private parties, international DJs, that sort of interpromotional world with the music events and, you know, concerts, etc. That grew my network even further. And I ended up actually managing a few artists from established artists to up and coming artists. So that, that, that was within a span of 21 years. So I wore many different hats. I've almost been in nearly every situation you can get into regarding you know music and entertainment so I would class myself as having a unique view on the industry from the point standpoint of an artist from the standpoint of artist management from the standpoint of music business um I've you know I, I see it from a round view and that's helped me to actual actually build canister you know, so when I went into when I got introduced into the blockchain, which a friend of mine during COVID, um, I never forget June 2020, June the 30th, he invited me, it was Greg, 
he invited me to the Definity Tungsten event okay. during the first 2020 and it just blew my mind, you know, when Dominic and the Definity team and, you know, everyone was speaking about the technology, the cast canister technology, because this was way before mainnet, probably mm-hmm. nearly a year before mainnet. So understanding that the assets were 100% on chain, it just blew my mind. You know, I was like, okay, there's a lot we can do with this. We can cure the industry from certain problems and issues. One of them fundamentally being trust. We can create these trustless services that cures all the trust problems that we have within the music industry and the creative industry in general. You know, so that's where I started then to create that marriage, which turned into Canastore. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's an amazing story, Barry. <laughs> and uh, my, my question is, uh, in terms of uh, when you start and know more about internet computers, about the blockchain, um, for you, how you how would you define the blockchain music binomial? The possibilities and innovation in this field uh, uh, are endless. There are a lot of possibilities here. Um, how did the idea of creating Canister come about? Um, how you define the, the blockchain and music binomial? You think it's a, a good binomial? Right. So the key thing for me, as I just mentioned, was the fact of things being 100% on chain. Now, the first thing that came to mind was protecting copyrights and intellectual property. Yeah. And allowing creators to exploit that themselves. So one of the, I would say it's almost like a loophole that the internet computer creates is about copyrights because, you know, in UK law, it states that, you are the copyright holder upon creation as long as it's not created under an entity or under any contract. You are the copyright holder, you know. But the problem that I've mentioned to quite a lot of people is the fact of proving that copyright and proving you are the copyright holder. And the issue that we have as creators is that we have a problem in proving that copyright because we lose files, we lose the original files due to storing them on mobile phones, hard drives, computers, centralized servers. You know, this is what we're relying in the protection of our intellectual property on, which, you know, is all a risk. You know, now via Definity, you can not just store the token on chain, but you can also store the associated media on chain with no middleman, no IPFS, no Filecoin, no AWS, right there on chain, tamper proof, and therefore ever. And that is the way you would forever be able to prove ownership and on demand because we're creating a mobile app. So that was the first aspect. No other chain at the moment um, has achieved that as smoothly as Definity has. And for us, that puts us ahead of any other way of proving your copyright, even via the copyrights office, because where are they storing your copyrights? When you go and register your copyright, where are they storing it? Probably on a centralized server, you know, 
probably on a computer, you know. What happens if there's a major? What happens if AWS goes down? The service is no longer available. Mm -hmm. If the service is no longer available, guess what? You can no longer prove your copyright or prove your ownership. So that was the first way that we used and uh, the first way we benefited from using the internet computer, you know, and it just steps and goes on and on from there. But the fundamental is the storage and the licensing. Awesome. Great. I love your explanation about uh, ICP, a canny store, and what is exactly how it works, everything, and how connect the blockchain with the music, how, uh, why uh, internet computer is unique in the entire ecosystem. Sounds really nice because you explain in an easy way that everybody can uh, understand you. That's super cool. Thanks, Barry. Thank you. Um, in terms of uh, people outside ICP, like people like teenagers, grandmas, grandpas, fathers, mothers, whatever, like people that doesn't know exactly what is canister. We have different here, different or several pieces on words that we connect uh, uh, and we are able to have a definition of canister. As you mentioned before, for example, the copyright protection, but also the, the monetization, ownership, vote, uh, content, storage, benefits uh, with these attributes please tell us more about canister what is exactly canister why canister is different right this is my favorite saying my favorite saying is that canister is the swiss army knife for creators all right it means that it's a tool that secures you from many different angles and has many different functions and this is why it's important that it's built built by myself and my team because we have experience within the industry so we understand exactly how to first of all we we've, we've lived through these issues we've lived through these problems that the creators are having right now we've been through record label deals we've been through bad contracts you know we've been you know through situations where we're working out how do we monetize you know our content now it being a swiss army knife it means that creators can come in and have an all-round package that starts from storage storage is the base ground where it starts we we want artists to stop storing their intellectual property in places that are not safe Okay, Canastore via the internet, the internet computer via Canastore is the safest place for creators to store their content. The second layer is then creating a license. So what we've done, we've teamed up with one of the main law firms in the UK. Yep. And we hired them to create a license for us. Now, the reason why we created this license was because when I came into the internet computer, I was told that NFT can prove ownership. But I was like, yeah, but if I'm in a copyright infringement case and I'm in front of a judge, what am I going to show him an NFT? You know, yeah. so I said, all right, cool. Let's get a legal binding document. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Attach that with the media that's stored 100% on chain within um, a, a NFT. So therefore, now you can prove ownership 
not only by the NFT timestamp, but also by the legal document that you created. Because remember, a lot of legal documents are only templates. So you're able to, you know, add your name to it, add your details, stamp that with your content that's stored. So straight away, we've covered um, storage. We've covered licensing. Now, with this license, it also enables you to sub-license your content because that is a major aspect within the industry is licensing. Licensing governs, governs the usage of your copyrights. So we're talking about production companies, movies, games, advertisements. They all license content. But what happens right now is they license it from the middleman, the publishing houses, the sync licensing pools. Right now, these businesses, these entities, and these individuals can come directly to Canastore and license copyrights from the creator directly. All right, because what's mm -hmm. happening, they take most of the fee. So that's licensing. Then we're, when we're talking about monetization, right? So we're going to eventually end up with streaming. Um, we're going to end up with multiple ways that you can sell your content and monetize from your content. Now, the reason why we've done that is because right now on Web2, you have community-based applications like Instagram and Twitter where you have your followers. You could have 1 million followers. But guess what? When you go to monetize your content, you're having to convert them over to YouTube for the music video. You're having to convert them over to Spotify for the audio, over to Apple, over to here. And we're losing in conversion rates. We don't even have the ability to monetize using our 1 million followers that we've worked hard to gather. So this one ecosystem, this one place, this Swiss army knife for creators that can come into the ecosystem and get everything they need without using any middleman or any middle entity is very key in many ways. And, you know, this is why we have multiple steps and multiple functions within canister mm -hmm. and now uh canister uh correct me if i'm wrong is in a in an mvp is an alpha version uh or is an alpha version uh, can you explain mm -hmm. us the canister roadmap um and if you have any big up update in mind what is the next steps for example for 2023 um yeah Tell us more about the, the, the next steps of the, of the, the roadmap to, to start in, in the mainnet and start to be uh, live in Canister. Awesome. So we're just about to drop the MVP, the alpha of Canistore, um, aka Canistore. And yeah. that gives you the ability to upload, store and license your content. It's also a social media platform where you can like, comment, share, gather a following, etc. So Canastore essentially will be based for creators, right? That will be the alpha and we will onboard 500 creators within the next month to help test the alpha. Nice. Now we're dropping two MVPs, two applications. Um, the second application that we're dropping at the same time, we've just got a Definity grant um, to build it and we've just completed it. It's Can I Play? So Can I Play is now for 
the listener, the user, the consumer. Now, Can I Play is the world's first NFT broadcast station. What that means is that creators now upload, they convert their MP3 their, you know, into a NFT via Canastore and have that stored and licensed. Then if they want that broadcasted, they press a button that it sends over to Can I Play, which is the broadcast station. Once it's in Can I Play, it's in a playlist, pretty much like Spotify, but with no gatekeepers. And it allows the community to then vote on tracks within the playlist which then bumps them up until they're number one. When they're number one, they're broadcasted to the world. So it'd be a 24-7 um, running broadcast station with no DJs, no middlemen or middle entities or middle women in there. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no radio pluggers that we've got to pay $500 to to possibly get on yeah. the radio, to get exposure. Yeah, it's all autonomous. It's all run by the community. And, you know, it's independent. You know, you do what you want to do. You get that played via Can I Play? And we'll be building multiple channels, um, video channels, which will literally be like cable, you know, scheduled channels where we'll have podcasts from around the IC. And, you know, even this podcast, I see this on Can I Play? You know, I don't see mm -hmm. this on YouTube in the future. I see this podcast on Can I Play ran 100% on chain. You know, for sure. <laughs> um, so for that's sure. the that's the near future for Canastore. This is Canastore within the next thirty to sixty days. You know, so as I said, to funny enough, today is the day when we completed the grant process and submitted our milestones and got the tick from Definity to say, okay, we've done what we set out to do. So can I play actually exists today? on the internet computer. Awesome. And it's going to launch in, in, in January. As you mentioned, it's 500 artists is, is there or when it's going to launch the Can I Play? Because I didn't know that's something huge. This is amazing. Yeah, we've kept it very hush-hush while we were building it. You know, um, we really want to get things right before we really launch out our ideas and, you know, get that out there. We want to make sure it's right first. So mm -hmm. it's it's actually ready pretty now. Um, over the last, say, nearly a year, maybe half a year, six, seven months, we've been collecting signups. So we have maybe a couple of thousand of signups now, people that want to be early testers of mm -hmm. Can I Store. Then they have the extra treat now of Can I Play. So it's going to be amazing. So we've literally got yeah. our user base, our test tester user base already. Um, anybody watching this, feel free to sign up on canistore.io as well um, to become a tester because we will eventually, after the 500, we'll probably let on another 500. Um, we've got to be very mindful about how we scale. We've got to scale, you know, we've got to take our time to scale and make sure that we're building it right and, and seamless. Yeah, no, definitely. We're going to share the link of the early testers canistore for, um, in, uh, in the podcast. 100%. And uh, Barry, in terms of uh, tokenization, the tokenomics part in, in Canistore, tell us more about the Cani token uh, can, and also the, the, the Cani Club membership. 
you have also a physical venue, right? Uh, in based in in in, in London, in uh, central London, with the NFTs uh, galleries uh, and also like a cocktail bar. Uh, that's super cool, Barry. Um, have a canny club. <laughs> that's amazing. That's the mission. That's the mission. So, um, can I token? It's gonna be a token with one of the most utilities ever. You know, can I token? It's this is how I speak about the can I token. I say can I say, token. Sorry about that. You know, everybody says it differently, you know. Um mm-hmm. but with the can I token, it's gonna be like, you know, use this token to store your content as a creator. You know, are you a musician? Okay, use this token to license your content. Okay, you need broadcasting. Okay, use this token to broadcast your content. Then we're talking about monetization and a token that you can then earn royalties using the token. We are going to be uniting with other applications where you can use the Can I token also in other applications. So the Can I token itself is going to be that currency for creators, you know, that with super utility in that sense, you'll be able to literally navigate your entire career using the Can I token. And, and that's, that's literally what it's about. Now we're in the midst of securing a venue at the moment. Um, we haven't moved into the venue yet because um, there's some legal battles happening between the actual owners and the leaseholders. So once that's cleared up, then we can actually go ahead and uh, acquire the lease. So once we acquire that lease, we'll be able to then move in and create the Canai Club, which is going to be that web free space for people interested in with, within the web free, the blockchain, NFTs. It's going to be that cool hangout place. And the reason why we created the Canai Club was because even in London, there's no constant or permanent venue that you can go to that is very cool that is regarding NFTs and regarding what we're interested in. We always have to wait for events once a month or once every two weeks in different places. So having that, you know, permanent space that you can just turn up to anytime, you know, and meet like-minded people. That's why we created that space. And plus Mm -hmm. we like to make everything within the blockchain cool anyway. You know, we go into a dull space and we lighten it up. We, add music, we add entertainment, we add vibes, we add character. And this is what we're trying to inject within the IC and across multiple chains, you know, is that cool factor. We're trying to get all these devs and stuff away from behind their computers, you know, and in front of people, speaking to people, engaging with the community now. Now's the time. If we do want that Web2 type adoption, then we're going to need to come out of our shells and meet people and speak to people, you know? And mm-hmm. that's what Canai Club is all about. Yeah, Canai Club uh, will be the HQ of the decentralized and free music. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm not sure if you can hear that. It sounds like one of my neighbors are, are actually drilling at the moment. 
No, I, I cannot hear you. No worries. You can't hear me. Okay, yes. No, I, I can hear you clearly. Yeah. Okay, Barry. And uh, as you mentioned before, in terms of um, uh, copyright, uh, for sure, the, the music um, market is a sensible market uh, in terms of uh, license and copyrights. What are the, the, the difficulties that you are encountering in terms of uh, copywriting and legislation in different countries? As you mentioned in, in London, in UK, you know the law and everything. You have one of the best uh, lawyers and teams uh, working with you uh, about the, the copyright and legislation side. Um, but I assume uh, for sure, Canistor is a blockchain, 100% on chain, is a global, but uh, how do you solve these regulatory issues in, in other countries? Right, that's a good question. Now, the first thing and first thing to conquer is to ensure that globally, we can allow creators to prove a timestamp. Because it doesn't matter what country it is, if you are talking about copyright infringement, it's always based down to who created it first. So even if the legal document doesn't stand, the timestamp will. Now, the great thing about the thing that we have subnets and these subnets we can actually base in different countries around the world. Now, you know, we're hoping to move the company to Switzerland one day. Um, that's even if we go down that route because we're going down the SNS right now. So we may even be 100% decentralized. But yeah. if we did go down the route of having like, you know, a, a, a non-profit non organization to mint the token, then we would go to Switzerland. In Switzerland, um, you have a lot of GDPR laws um, that have come into play and that covers most of Europe at least okay so and that is as long as we have positioned the subnets within Switzerland so you see that's one great thing about Definity is that you know we can actually position the subnets within different jurisdictions which then will cover things like GDPR and um copyright law so yeah. it's something we're still figuring out but the main thing is that we allow creators to prove that timestamp with this document so that they can prove at least when they made it so if they do end up in a court case they can say to the judge no matter where it is in the world i created this at this time and mm -hmm. you know that will give a good footing within there and as we grow as a company We'll be able to hire lawyers in different company in different countries in different jurisdictions, you know, mm -hmm. to actually make the license stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger as time goes on. So as we build, also will our stability and the power of what we do. Yeah, all the, the disruptive projects in the beginning have difficulties for a start, but then it's like when you start to like push and remove the barriers and the walls. Uh, you can reach out the, uh, all around the world, exactly as you mentioned, um, the uh, legacy or, or the difficulties for um, 
governance or legislation or copyright, uh, it doesn't matter because we have canisters, we have 100% on chain and you can start to spread canister all around the world, starting maybe in Switzerland, starting maybe in UK, but uh, people in, in Africa, in Asia, in North America, in China can, can uh, uh, join canister and test canister and, and put the content there. This is something pretty cool, yeah. Um, Barry, and in terms of business, in terms of monetization, uh, what is the, the business plan of Canister? Uh, how you achieve that Canister have a sustainable growth? Uh, also like marketing campaigns, maybe in the future uh, to be profitable. Um, also how you can attract a massive people, like, uh, like a massive adoption, like people start to use Canister uh, in the traditional, music sector and bring to Web3, bring to ICP, bring to Canister? Um, good question. So our main, main, main thing is about sustainability over profit right now. It's about sustaining and creating these functions to enable artists to, you know, empower themselves. Okay, that's the main thing. Now, the great thing about reverse gas fees is that it allows us to then charge a small transaction fee on transactions. All right. So that's quite that's a unique thing about the Internet computer. You know, it's something you can't do on Ethereum. You can't charge a transaction fee because there's a gas fee. So, yeah. you know, um, so that's one thing. So with people sub licensing, selling their audio, you know, distributing their audio, transactions between users between businesses there can always be a transaction fee that's one aspect of it um later mm -hmm. down we hope to track um attract advertisers now advertisers in a less intrusive way than say your youtube for example um we like we prefer the way that brave introduced their advertisers with the small advertisement at the top corner you can choose to click it if you want to or not that mm. advertisement revenue will allow us to empower our creators even more and empower the users because we'll be able to split the advertising fees between the creators and the viewers so now you're on a platform where you're listening to music watching videos and you're earning ad revenue at the same time so that's that's amazing for both the creator and the user yeah. Um, um, your last part of your question was about adoption. Now, we are from the web too. I've only been within the blockchain space for just over two years now. So I have a web two mind frame. So we've always been of the thinking of creating Canastore in a way that you don't need any blockchain experience. You don't need to have to go over there to create a wallet. Go back over to Coinbase, Binance to get the token. Go here and go there. We're not going to be able to do that. You know, the, the normal person is too much for them. So mm -hmm. with Canastore app, you download the app. We've introduced NFID where you can create a wallet and account using your Google or your email and your password. You know, you also have the option to then use a plug or wallet or you know for the experienced ones if you want to use an existing wallet you can too but you know for the average user it's just a web 2 experience you create your account 
while creating your account, you're creating a wallet. You know, then you go in there, you're digesting music. You know, we've introduced Stripe payments into the app. So you can use your card to, to purchase music, NFTs, merch, mm -hmm. whatever. You can use your card. So we do the blockchain stuff in the background. You know, when you make a payment, we'll convert that over to crypto, etc., and do all the funky blockchain stuff. So for the first mission was about creating that web two user experience. Yeah. Because that is going to be an easier bridge over to people, you know, because a lot of people that don't understand blockchain, they want to get into NFTs, but it's just too complicated for them. You yeah. know, it's complicated That's to true. even purchase, you know? So, mm -hmm. and on top of that, I've specifically built this team full of influential people you know we've got multi award winning grammy winning songwriters on our team we've got influential people within the music industry that have put global partnerships together you know um we have like you know our cmo over in new york um he's been within the marketing industry and the marketing within blockchain for like you know a couple of decades now within the marketing industry and advertising industry so we have a, a global team ready to go and that's where it starts and all of us also have a great network around us mm -hmm. so that's okay yeah that's cool oh for sure you have a very very strong team uh with different backgrounds a lot of experience and everything is ready to to, to go <laughs> And just for finish, because we have just three minutes more, um, I know like for sure content and music business, the competence is fierce for the big companies and discographies uh, that they have the monopoly and the control of a uh, music system that affects for sure the, art the artists, the revenues, uh, how they reward and, and maybe, yeah, they deserve something better, right? And what is exactly, Barry, your message, your message to the people that, uh, for those artists that whether they are recognized or not, or they are just starting out, what is your message about, hey, guys, this is Canister, I'm here to help you? Well, I would say, listen to the creators, become part of a platform that you own as well. You have no say in YouTube, you have no say in Spotify, you have no say in Instagram, you have no say in Facebook or Twitter. With Canastor, you are an owner. With the Canai token, it almost works as shares, where it's something we call governance, where if you are not happy with something or you would like to change something, you send in a proposal, and if the community vote with it, that will be done. That's power in its own. Canastor is also one of the only platform that is built by creators built by people that have gone through the same situations as you been through record deals been through you know have been bumped you know had good times and bad times so it's built by people for the people and that's what i would say wow thank you so much that's cool yeah thank you uh 
Paris, Paris Pasley, founder of Canistore, for your time to share with us today your knowledge and your vision about the, how the music and the content and creators and artists can take advantage about the technology, the blockchain, the decentralization of the Web3, um, and how Canistore can help uh, to solve all the issues regards with the traditional uh, music sector and the monopoly of the discographies and the big companies. I wish you the best. Uh, I hope uh, interview you again in 2023 and see the, the next steps of uh, Canister and can he play. Yeah, thank you, Barry. And uh, see you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, man. Take care. See you. Take care.